The content that you are about to listen to may contain strong language and mature subjects. Hosted by the world's most livable group, Scratcher. Listener's discretion is advised. It's just, it's a big little thing in the news that everyone's talking about and it distracts you from the real shit. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, smokescreen, man. That's that's a term. Well, I don't. Yeah, see, but you told me one time. This again, 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 and again. It's just my opinion. What I'm saying to you is like, (laughs) see how just a little thing in the news got the world excited about just, and they called it murder on top. See, see when they called it murder and they put a a a brack parentheses on it, it's called the murder. It's never called. They put that. To make you think another way and react the way you want to react. Oh fuck, they're gonna kill me. Oh shit, they're gonna kill us. Those bees are gonna attack us. And then it got your mind thinking, like in a sense. My mind thinking for sure. Yeah, see? And then even China too. Even the China, because I know people are gonna go, fuck, they're bringing this. They brought the fucking virus here. Now they're bringing the fucking bees. Yo, let me get my shark. Go kill these fucking Asians. These fucking (laughs) red. These rednecks are like. Oh wow. No, no, these red, yeah, just real talk, man, real talk. These right, red, right. all thing that they say, even Trump. That's how, how Trump voted, how he got the votes, man. He just said, do this, do that, and all these red. No, no, not to be like, well, I am racist when I say a redneck, but they follow everything and they believe everything, and they they cause this confusion, man. But anyways, that's just my input. You don't have to follow what I say. You could still. Be- Kill I don't about the murder say. bees. Holy shit. <laughs> murder. <laughs> <laughs> so Yo, so did you guys peep the uh, San Diego scratch open? Uh, no tricks battle. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was dope. Yeah, it just completed its finals. Um, the final was DJ Ben versus uh, John Bees. And that was uh, that was that was pretty dope. Because um, it's, a, it's a different kind of battle. Um, you know, they had to pick out their samples like off a, I don't know, it could be a jazz tune, orchestra kind of record. And, uh, Wonders? Is he? Yo. Did, did he just, did he just take off with the Mustang again? I heard the Mustang. I know this dude. <laughs> but anyways, but yeah, shouts out to Eddie Mars though, out in San Diego. Um, yeah, man, he, he put this battle together. Um, I forget there was like maybe 16 competitors at, at one point and then at the finals it just ended up being DJ Ben versus John B's and for the finals if you checked it out John B's busted out his uh, his uh, controller one. Oh yeah 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 it's pretty dope and um, the outcome what was, sorry what was the prize who what was the winning prize I heard it was cash or some shit yeah one thousand dollars USD um have you have you ever seen a battle with that like they put money like that i'm not sure i don't see it it's always usually sponsors giving out gifts but like a thousand well we could go way back i remember giving a car getting a car there was a car giveaway with that battle what was that battle again scion battle was it oh, yeah yeah guitar center well yeah it was a guitar center right right i think <laughs> we, we, we don't we don't have eddie mars money but i think we threw down 500 bucks um for a wild cuts battle uh, shout- oh <laughs> yeah yeah so shout, shout out to raiden like uh, yeah, yeah Raiden, Raiden throw down. Raiden, yeah, yeah, yeah Raiden, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, for for this battle, this uh, SD scratch um, no tricks battle, 
Eddie Mars lined up like a shitload of D, uh, judges. It, it was like it was so many judges. I was like, how are you gonna get a like? How are you gonna like find a winner from this? Yeah, like he had Flair, Disc, uh, Spider Monkey, uh, Somatic, Mike C, DJ Shin, Selly, Rated R, and myself. And um, I think there's a couple more, but I just forgot. But yeah, <laughs> it was like shitload of judges. It took a long time just to get um. I think just the results and just because we're all from different time zones and shit. But yeah, so the winner was DJ Ben. DJ Ben ended up uh, taking that $1,000. From the UK? From the UK, yeah. Shit, it's Ben the DJ? Is that... that? I, I, I think that... Yeah, I think that's so, actually. Yeah, yeah. He right. entered um, some scratch battles. He's pretty dope on the cut, too. Yeah, Prop. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had... He, he, had uh, he broke down the sample that he uh, used. He broke it down and then he actually, like composed with it so yeah it was dope it was it was a good battle to watch i'm sure you could check that out right now on uh what is it scratch wrenchu tv on youtube and um you can see all the the highlights of the battles there and um there's like a shitload of battles right there's another one there's a couple yeah um there's one also from detroit it's called cuts on lockdown um it's a head-to-head battle and right now the final is uh, it's on right now and um, it's between Alf One and Catalyst. Man, I keep Cata- it's cataclysmic, isn't it? Cataclysmic. I can't pronounce that <laughs> for some reason. Yeah, it's hard, man. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're in the finals right now. And uh, shouts out to the judges, Wondercut, <laughs> artist, uh, and myself. So yeah. That's gonna be the one. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking self plug. You guys taking bribes or should um, they hit you up on uh, on uh, DM or what? In Wondercut's words, um. <laughs> <laughs> and then speed off in the Mustang. Yeah. <laughs> and then do a donut. <laughs> do a donut. Donut. Donut out of the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I I knew you were making beats, and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna try to do some donuts, but. I didn't know if you were actually using a car donut. That was a different kind. That was a shit dad joke. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much the worst one I've heard today. Yeah, well, you're, you you should know dad. Thanks, dad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this motherfucker, like, Mike, I, like, I don't know if you guys follow us on, on IG and Facebook, maybe. <laughs> I, I like to troll Mike. Like, there's a picture of me, uh, Wonders at one time, and then I just, I just use that face app thing on Mike, and I actually double tapped it to make him look even so much older than us. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think I saw that on. Um, you guys were all on Zoom, and then <laughs> see the thing is Zoom, and then I, lo- I, I, I look quick, and then I looked it back. <laughs> that was awesome, man. I was just like, yo, is that Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I think Mike sees it. Shouts out to Mike C. Mike sees goes, damn, you fucking um, quarantine's got you bad, man. You look bad. <laughs> I had to fire back though, cause like um, you know, I, I was just make it made it look like I was just trying to promote the show a bit. You know? Yeah, he did that good on Facebook, and then all these people are like, oh yeah, I like this. People like shared it, and your face is like sixty <laughs> years old. Man. Fucking ass. Don't worry, don't worry. Today's podcast, <laughs> you're, you're gonna make it on, <laughs> on Spotify. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good. I like it. I like it. No problem. Fucking guy. 
Yo, so quarantine apparently is like, uh, I think they're starting to ease off now, yeah? Well, I think the real question is, Glenn, should we be worried about easing off at the yeah, yeah. moment? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's really, this is my news, the news. Every week, this is the time when I get educated. Oh, you think it's easing off? Yeah, it is. It's 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 not really easing off because I think there's going to be a second wave of it. But the world's going to be different now. It's just going to be how um, it's already in place. Right. It, I think it's going to be normal till a while. Wow, that's what I think. I think the real question is like, when can we hang out, G? That's what we're trying to find out. Yo, fuck that. We can hang out anytime. <laughs> what do you mean, man? You're like, don't come over here. Yo, fuck this like quarantine fucking COVID shit. <laughs> I mean, we could you know we could just link and fucking cut it up. I mean, what 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 are you, what are you are you scared of um, COVID? Is that what you guys are? Is that what it is? No, not really, but I'm I'm just worried about you guys. You guys with your kids there, and you know I don't I don't want to bring whatever I might have. Like I could be asymptomatic, right? True, true, true. You know what I'm saying. What you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just I I can't, I can't speak anymore about this. It's just it's kind of like. Yes, you can. All our all our listeners want to hear uh, what Genius has to say about COVID. All I'm saying is it's like they they're just I'm I'm telling you right now that it's just gonna this world is gonna change because of this. But it's been going on for a while. But what I'm saying to you is that it's gonna come back. So it's gonna come back. Oh, I believe that. I believe that. I don't want to on that, but it is gonna come back. I think next year is gonna have a different strain too. It's gonna be like. Yeah, it's like this plus something crazier. else. Yeah, it's fucked up. They're, yeah. you, see, if you you know what it, they're trying to wipe out. This is what they're. This is what my thoughts again. They're trying to wipe out uh, everyone who has small businesses. Mm. That's what they do. Like all people who have a like a, a small business, they're trying to get rid of them. Everyone who has a small business is hurting. The economy is so fucked beyond fucked. By them just saying, okay, we're going to open everything. They think it's the norm now. Oh, it's good. It's happiness now. But in reality, the economy, so much damage has been done, man. Mm. And they it's yeah, on purpose. Sure. They want to get, they, it's just either the rich, 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 the poor, poor, poor. In the middle is what they're trying to do is wipe out. And those are all the small businesses. Well, joke's on them. I'm on the poor, poor, poor. So I don't know how they're going to affect me anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's it's it's. You guys anyway. laugh. You guys chuckled because you know it's true. You fuckers. Oh, it's not. Going <laughs> <laughs> with the. Oh <laughs> uh, shit! But when is no, the strip you... bars getting open? Like, when are they gonna open again? That's what I want to know. Eric, Eric should know though. Well, when is? <laughs> yes, you're right by um. What's that spot? Uh, Cecil. No, no, Paramount. Cecil. Oh shit! You old school. Paramount. I saw- I saw Paul with a picture of that. Did you post a picture of Paramount? I did. I was sad. I was. Cl- it was closed because of lockdown. No touching, yeah. man. Six feet away. No. They're still serving uh, orange juice there, apparently, though. You would know. You would know. Oh, I- <laughs> That's so Free OJ. That was your spot back That's, in the day. Uh, I would. Vitamin C. That was spot. <laughs> it was. <laughs> This is pre-girlfriend days, but like, yeah, he used to like, um, 
I'd hear like after, after you guys would do like a b-boy uh, practice and you guys would just go straight there right <laughs> <laughs> yeah he had like uh fucking just uh, just uh he, he plays and he's just like yo man come <laughs> actually i knew a girl who worked there she worked at i told you this before did i in langley right. yo flourishing restaurant you know that flourishing oh, restaurant? yeah yeah i know on the one way yeah 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 okay the waitress this is going back 10 years about 10 years all right the waitress i like i knew she used to come to a spot i used to dj right. and she was a, and then one china, day I went to china, paramount china beach not nah, yeah club envy china oh. beach days man but the waitress mike is a fucking stripper at paramount no way yeah, man. I was like, she goes, yeah, I work there too. Come through. And I was like, hmm, come through? Okay. <laughs> so I ended up, um, yeah, I ended up swimming by there and that was it. That was it. <laughs> that was it? Just that said hi. It. High yeah. five. And that, was it. It, that was it. That Yo, was it. Yo, like, did you hear about that, uh, that B-girl, ex-B-girl that, that that became a stripper? I'm not going to say names, but like, yeah. Did you hear about that locally? Uh. That the Van City B girl. Okay, let me see what. No, no, know. don't say their name if you know. Oh yeah, I think I, I heard. Okay. I don't know if that was true or. It is true because like I saw her do a windmill, like <laughs> skin and all. <laughs> Are you serious? You could hear. You could. You know how skin? What skin sounds like when you rub it against hardwood? <laughs> you get that screeching sound. Like bass. Oh no. <laughs> it's. It was. It's great. It was a great attempt. For sure. <laughs> wow, that's that's pretty bad. <laughs> Yo, G, I, I see, I see you trying to Google that shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Oh man. But anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at this guy. <laughs> oh shit. So yeah, man. Um, shouts out to Lotus for coming on to the show last last week. Um, yeah. Yeah, man, it, it was cool having him around, joking around again, like how he does in LA. He but he busted out the the green screen. So so Mike, is that why you got the the brothel green screen going on? <laughs> <laughs> show show us something. Just switch it up. I Do- I don't know how to no I, I no <laughs> no what's no with, so what's with green then? I I want to try some experiments. I've been messing around with OBS a lot. Oh shit! That's what I was saying. You guys did that thing on a uh, thing. I fucking forgot to go on that. That's okay. You... We're doing that next Wednesday. On Zoom? Yeah. Yeah. No, is it on Zoom or is it on? Uh, yeah, it's on Zoom. It's on Zoom. Yeah. Wednesday, right? Yeah. What time? We should just invite like everybody, man. It'd be yeah. Crazy in there. Just hang out. Cool. I'm in. <laughs> was it fun or was it like? Yeah, it was dope. Actually. Did you guys? What did you guys do? No. Okay. Here's your punishment for not being there. What? You have to tell us. The origin of your DJ name because we had some pretty funny stories. Oh yeah, we, we did that. The origin of my DJ name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so how how did you come up with uh, Genius? Oh shit, that's What's a fucking long man? story, man. Uh, could I get back to you on that, man? <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> Tune in next episode where we find Just out what Genius. Rain name check, is. rain check. Right. What was this? What you know? What you have stories about my name? So then why do you guys? Why don't you just break it down? Is it funny? Do you guys joke around, man? Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, it felt like we were at the Scratcher House because basically that's that's who who was there in that in that chat. It was everyone from Scratcher House? Dope, dope. Anyways, let's save that for next Wednesday. Let's talk about cuts. Unless you want to talk about this shit, I don't care. No, no, no. We'll, we'll save it. We'll save it for Wednesday. 
Yeah, yeah. So how how you guys been though, Paul? What have you been up to? Uh, I made a lot of beats. Same man. Yeah, and then I reorganized my workstation because I, I just got into something new. I'm gonna be a plant parent, so I'm gonna start like raising plants. So plant. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got they, into plants. It's better, man. They don't they don't talk back to you and stuff. They, exactly. It's okay. healthy, Paul. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, like it removes the toxins in the air. And, um, <laughs> seriously, yeah. Um, no, if I were you to get a plant, mm-hmm. this is what I always know what kind of plant to get is uh, aloe vera. Yeah, yeah. Aloe vera is yeah, in the list. Up. Yeah, yeah. Vera? It's really yeah, good, yeah. Actually. Spider spider ones and um, spider Before. plant. And what else? And then I you, got a bunch of the, the snake weed, plants. Weed Bombay tree. Do you know the weed Bombay tree? Yeah, I, I know what that is. I did. I did my research, man. Like, where I'm going to put them, all this shit. So, next paycheck, I'm going to drop a shitload on... Dude, to, next next week, this is all gonna look like a jungle. Trust, trust me. The rainforest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. The dope thing is about is getting plants, but like the really tough thing is to take care of them. Ah, that's okay. Uh, these are like low maintenance ones. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I did my research. If I could raise a child, I could ra- I could raise raise a plant maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna take care of it. And then, like a week later, it was fucking flat on the ground. <laughs> it's like, yo, what the fuck happened to my plant? There was no window. I didn't give it no sun. I never. Walked. Oh, it depraved it. <laughs> I was oh, like, oh shit. You maybe not- ma- ma- you didn't overwater it. Maybe it was like drowning. <laughs> too much. Too much. Man, I put two liter bottle of water. <laughs> <laughs> two liter. <laughs> and the pot was like a like a fifth size. That's it. Fuck. <sighs> oh shit, there goes wonders. <laughs> Again. <laughs> so what color so fast? He's back your Mustang, man. You want It's a uh, hot pink. It's hot with pink yellow now. polka dots. I thought it was red. Okay, He cool. said burgundy last time, but yeah, it, he changed it. <laughs> oh, is that Oh, that's that's why Mike doesn't have the yellow. <laughs> no, he doesn't have he doesn't have, He's not beige what? anymore. Where's your Volvo? Beige. They have a light. There's there's a light now. It's kind of uh, you look like in the red light district though. No comment. Like Anthony Rother, man. You know that song? Red light district. Sing it. Oh, no. Sing it though. No, it's like an electro song. <laughs> Eric put me onto that shit, man. Yeah, yeah. Is it dope? Is it is it fast? Yeah, yeah. Good good it's, cut too? It's yeah, it's fast as fuck, man. Fuck so, it's right up your alley, bro. One thirty. So so Paul, you've been making beats, you said? Mm. Yeah. So, been using logic or you went back to garage and... no no uh log- logic you did logic yeah i did logic it's, it feels exactly like garage man almost but it, better it is but better it has more uh capabilities right yeah i was telling mike the other day i was like dude like i cut my workflow in half like so sick i can do beats quicker way quicker than when i did before oh there's a cat exactly dope dope yeah, dope. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, big ups to you for uh, the advices, man. Oh, man, that was 10 years ago, man. <laughs> it took me 10 years to, to buy a computer, dude. That's 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 true. Tell him this guy, go to Logic. He's like, nah, fuck it. I have GarageBand, man. I f- Yo, man, I said the same thing. No, but the crazy thing is, like, you're fucking dope with Garage. See, it's not what you have. It's what you use. But I could see the reason why you moved to Logic because it has more. It's faster. Right. And... It has more capabilities. Logic is kind of... I mean, GarageBand is a little bit limited. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I, 
I knew that first time. I knew that a long time ago. It's just, I just had whatever I had in front of me. And used I think, it. honestly, like, Logic's ill as fuck, man. Like, I, I just don't know how to use it at all. But I, I keep hearing, like, so many, like, good producers on that, for sure. Yeah, you guys are Ableton cats. But it, it's just that, you know what? For me, I told you, it looks so ugly, man, the screen. <laughs> it looks gray. And it just, I mean, well, you can change the color if the color is an issue to you. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just anti-Ableton. That's all. Yeah, I, I do, I do, I do agree with uh, G, but it's, it's not the color scheme or whatnot. I just feel like it's like you're coding some shit. It's just, it's just very bland. I, I don't, I don't like the workflow. Like, how, how things laid out. Oh man, yeah, I know. We we can't talk because a lot of like a lot of fucking dope producers. Oh yeah, it. definitely using Ableton and Logic is still sick. I'll tell you one thing mm. that's way the thing that like separates Ableton from all the other DAWs. No, you don't. But anyways, go on. Yeah, man. There's there's a live portion to it. You can use it in a live setting. You can't use Logic on stage that's years ago man everyone knew that it's years ago it's still current bro no but there's that's so many artists that do that shit. you could use it on logic i don't know man Is on there? stage like on what do you stage like, like turn it on and like play <laughs> that's it. what i'm saying no no you remember hey paul remember when we went to uh what was that there was like a sample that sample show all right it was um yeah so anyways, they were like they were like making lo-fi beats. It was super super. Ill. So one of those uh, loop, yeah, loop, loop sessions. sessions. Word, that's yeah. it. So loop sessions. One of the guys on stage was performing with like a, a string instrument, and he was looping it within Ableton on top of his tracks and stuff. Like that's that's what's ill about Ableton. Um. Okay. <laughs> you could you could you could do that. <laughs> You, you could do that with logic i think but it's just a little more to it i guess what yeah. you're saying is ableton is already like instant you could just go yeah it's made for live made for um, live sure. yeah definitely. yeah for it's triggering. So, I, I i honestly think that um logic's like super powerful though like I, what was I, that i think logic's like super powerful say it again hello 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 <laughs> this thing on <laughs> Uh shit. Anyway, no, no doubt, cause like we're trying to bash Ableton, but Ableton, real talk, mm. Ableton, fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. It's just not my cup of tea, man. But what I'm mm. saying to you, like, Logic is like fucking, like it's it's not even what you you have. It's what how you use it though. That's right. Like like that Mustang that Wonders is using. <laughs> it's all about what you do with it, right? Yeah. Donuts. The pink Mustang and the donuts. <laughs> Doesn't matter how it looks, just how you use it. Exactly. <laughs> Yo, we got Antrix coming up on the show. So, yeah, he's our special guest for this week. Trying to line up uh, different people during this uh, pandemic. Yeah. So, it's pretty dope. So, <laughs> We're so, cornering them somehow. So, yeah, if you guys are listening, why don't you to ask us who, who you guys would think would be a good uh, person to interview next. You guys drop us up on, um, uh, on Instagram and just tell us who... Who you want on, or even Facebook, even though I'm not on Facebook, but just to scratch your radio, uh, know who you want on. And and if you want other changes, what, what would you actually, you know what, what would you like to see in this podcast? Like, we've been doing this for a while now, and, and, and we 
we have stuff lined up but it's it's also good to for our audience to be interactive with us so drop us a line let us know what you want on this what what like who as guests and whatever man yeah you could hit us up on our instagram at at scratcher radio and uh dm us let us know even ideas for shows like for topics or whatnot and what you hate about our show like things that you don't like about the show and things that you do like and all this shit whatever bring on the hate bring on the love we lo- we'll take anything exactly so yeah once again shout out to all our listeners who's listening to us on all the different platforms such as spotify anchor <laughs> apple podcast yeah all you know you know we're we're on every single platform for but yeah so you can't escape us and shout out to all y'all for listening what what about this we we just tonight top top of the head mm. One of us send them a beat, and then whoever cuts it, and we'll just critique it the next, just like a minute of the show. No, because we're doing a different battle. That idea that you wanted to do. That, oh yeah. yeah it's like that the whole like drop the mic kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, we that's... pick we pick the two guys. They go head to head, and yeah. um, that'll be like the title bout. Okay. Okay. Cool. We're gonna, we're gonna start doing that a weekly thing. A week. Sick. Dope. Fucking, I'm down. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Let's do. Um, so when if, sorry, I guess we'll wait till Andrew because, like, I was gonna talk about IDA. Oh, yeah, we'll talk to talk to him about that and shit because I want to re- drop some, yeah, yeah. So, if, if this if this um idea of ours goes to shit, you know, Genius came up with it, so yeah, <laughs> just in case it's gonna come through though, it will, I know, like I always do. Oh, yeah, you do, fuck, Genius, I mean this. Step into my office. Genius. Tired, batching, oh, and fresh. Let's do the roll call real quick. We got genius. One time for your mind. <laughs> we got wiggity, 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 wonder cut. Wiggity, 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 what up, y'all? <laughs> we got the Miggity 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 Mike MSA. Hi. <laughs> Fucking soft. <laughs> so good. So soft. So Man. Miggity Mike. I got the Miggity 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 Mike Daddy. Because Inside Out is Wiggity 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 Whack. Shit, man. All right. Yeah. We're going to have. We're going to pause real quick. Patrick's gonna be on soon. Pause. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. You are now listening to. How are you guys, man? Good, man. How you been doing? Good, staying busy, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet, man. How's uh, man? We'll get into it um in a bit, but you know, I we, we see you do what you're doing with uh, session in and with IDA. It's uh, cool, cool. yeah, it looks like you're busy, dude. Even at home, you got you got so much on your plate. I mean, like, you're always on the go. You, you like yeah. grind daily, like daily grind, man. Like. You're you're you put your hands in everything. I mean, I just see you everywhere, which is good. But how do you, like? I guess we're gonna start from the beginning. Like, 
how did you start off um we know how you start off but like for the audience shit like um how did it all start for you like when uh, becoming a turntablist to what you're doing now oh wow you're going deep okay <laughs> yeah we know we know we know you used to battle back in 99 so yeah 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 i started battling i started kind of when i was in high school that was like 98 99 okay hold up hold up we didn't even yeah. we didn't we didn't even give him an introduction that's man. right oh. if you guys if you guys don't know man this is the man behind battle Lab and has collaborated with numerous like recognized DJ lifestyle brands such as Thud Rumble, Mixars, Red Bull, and uh, even with us with Scratchers. So like yeah, shouts out to this man right now, DJ Antrix of Battle Ave. <sighs> <laughs> What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? It's me, Antrix. What's up? <laughs> uh, trying to be cute. Trying to be cute. Okay. <laughs> yeah but i mean what i was saying is i i started in uh yeah the early or late 90s <clears throat> i was mainly like uh what do you call it? i mean back in the day it was just like vinyl so i was just mixing i was always doing like uh mashups i can you know, like slow songs and fucking uh high energy beats cool. that was kind of was that was hype over here in the bay area for some reason um but fast forward i, I kind of caught the video uh turntable wizardry at a homie's house oh shit i have that on vh i have that yeah, yeah. it's one of yours mike's involved <laughs> <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> yeah it was a uh-huh you know i mean like back in the day i mean i, I knew buddies who dj's so i kind of like i was really interested in, in it because my family was uh they were all djs too um but they never really wanted to teach me you know <laughs> so i had to kind of just watch like i would go to my uncle's you know garage and <clears throat> i <clears throat> excuse me i'd see them uh DJing in the garage and I, all I can do is just watch and hear the music kind of coming out of it so I had a really really early influence um you was like a, got brothers uh, I got one brother yeah. um but you know my family's young you know like they were all they all grew up in the 80s okay so I was constantly around that uh that hip-hop shit for a long time so. dope, dope. Sick. look at that that's like a 3d3 that's, that's crazy you see the picture though oh man <laughs> <laughs> so with like battling wise back in 99 or 99 yeah, yeah. like uh you did what battles did were you doing back then uh i wasn't really battling in 98 99 i was kind of still just learning okay. like how to like you know i caught turntable wizardry right and i saw i saw uh you know Kubert doing the military scratch on that shit and i you know i was like fuck, you know, fuck all this slow song shit i want to do that i just want to <laughs> choop, 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 all day you know right. um yeah, yeah. But, you know, and then I started to get really into it. I saw all the videos. I followed Turntable TV. I think early uh, early 2000s is when I started to actually battle. Um, I did uh, record shop battles like Zebra. That's kind of where I started. Uh, I don't know if you guys know Zebra in the Bay. It's That's pretty in big. the Bay, like, right, right. Yeah, yeah. A lot of guys did battles there. You know, I'd see little tracks, <clears throat> the, the bangers like Cutso and all those guys. Shit. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty, pretty deep, but... You were actually battling for uh, with the people that we were just like buying records from. That's true. Yeah, dude, that's that's the that was the weak part about being in the Bay. Is that you know, like no matter where you turned, you're you're dealing with like Swift Rock and like everyone had collectives. Yeah. Like Swift Rock uh, had a bunch of guys that he was teaching, and then the Bangers had a bunch of guys that they were kind of mentoring <clears throat> in the in the Bay and stuff. So, but yeah, I just kind of followed suit. I was from uh, the northern part of the Bay Area. And there was a uh, Pone was up here. Oh. You guys know Pone, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, who else? I learned a lot from Deuce uh, from uh, 
porno stars, you know, yeah, 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 we know Deuce, yeah, yeah, he's all the way in Sacramento, so I'd, I'd be at his house constantly trying to show my routines and everything. Um, and that's really where it started, you know, I started entering the, the record shop battles, okay, you know, there was a ton around here that were happening, like uh, 12s in Sacramento. Zebra Records, and there was the car shows. I was going to say, I read that somewhere yeah. that you did Import Battle. So how was that? Oh, a lot, man. Like, <laughs> I grew, like I think that's where I felt my prime was, right. was, was the, the Import Battles, because I was doing so much of it. There were two-minute routines, and it was like, it was musical at that time. Right. Like, you had to get kind of funky. So I'm not a heavy, heavy cutter. I've never been, like, a great cutter like you guys. You know what I mean? Like, I've been a decent cutter. Uh, but I really focus on the overall routine, mm. you know, doing the juggles and stuff, doing the intro, doing the disses, um, just having a whole presentation. Yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was more about the performance side. Right. You know, but do you, you kind of like prefer um, those just straight up head to head or do you like like the routine battle then? Like, I like the head to head. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Because there's like. You, you start to grow relationships with the people that you're battling all the time. That's true. You know what right. I mean? So, like, I was battling Wonder a lot back in the day. I was battling him oh, a lot. Wow. Okay, I was battling him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're homies. So, yeah. uh, Eternal. Oh, Eternal, he was, uh, he was a different name back then. I don't know if you guys know Eternal. I heard of him. Um, yeah, he's like a mixtape DJ. Oh, man, there's a lot, dude. Ill Tracks. I battled Mr. B a lot. Oh, yeah? Not, yeah, like, in, you know, some finals. Like, I mean, I'm nobody at that time. But I was getting there. Mr. Vibe, I, I always battled Mr. Vibe. Oh, shit. Oh, crazy. Yeah, and every time I battled him, I lost because it always came down to, like, a tiebreaker. And they're like, okay, best cutter. I'm like, fuck. There goes my <laughs> if this was a diss battle, okay, I can get you. But scratching, fucked it. I'm fucked. Um, but, yeah, that you know, the, the import shows, I, you know, I traveled to Houston at that time. Oh, wow. I battled, I battled uh, Fast Forward. Oh shit! Uh, at a battle, oh, wow. Yeah, that dude. Man. <laughs> that was kind of a fucked up battle because I mean, at the time I was wearing a lot of Giants gear. Right. Like I really repped the bay like Hubert and shit. Yeah, yeah. And so when I was getting on stage, they're like, "Yo, there's this cat from San Francisco." I was like, "Oh fuck!" You know, I'm getting <laughs> stereotyped already. Like, you gotta, be, you gotta be dope, and I'm like, mm, "I'm halfway dope." You know, <laughs> halfway dope. Um, but, but same thing, you know, like it was me and Felix in the battle, right. and. uh he ended up beating me because of a tiebreaker around, just scratching. And this is like, fuck, there's no way. But, yeah, and then I mean, then I, then I moved on to DMC. Right. I only did DMC twice. Okay. I felt like you know this isn't this isn't my style of battle. Uh -huh. Is the the yeah. be yourself person in front of everybody? Right. It was more so like, okay, if I'm gonna battle you, I want to know your weakness. I want to know something about you. I kind of want to talk shit to you. So. Right. I really like the you know like you said the head to head, but yeah. for. So, so like so like I, I guess like per se like from all the battles that you've went to and entered do you think that's where you started documenting events and lifestyles kind of so the event stuff started around the same time you're right like i used to throw uh talent shows back then in the early 2000s like showcases were huge with filipinos right and this oh, was all around like all around hip-hop like all all, all four everything elements. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah right right um i was doing a lot of that <clears throat> And um, man, what was your question again? It was how to do it. No, like yeah, I did like from all the battles. Like, it, it, was that the battle? Like starting from the battles, did that yeah. trigger you doing you know the documenting and, and doing? Oh oh, stuff? oh yeah. You know, honestly, documenting it didn't come until I came back into the whole turntable world. Oh, okay, okay. You know, like, I back then I was doing I was doing a lot of shows, 
but I was really poor at documenting. Okay. So I only have like a couple VHS tapes of all our old shows and shit. Oh shit! Yeah. You know, um, but I wasn't. <clears throat> we always had a guy traveling with us that worked for ABS CBS. And okay. he did like uh, like little PBS shows. Shit. Oh, really? So he was documenting a lot of our stuff huh. on like like uh you know the digital tape. Right. Yeah. Um, you know he was doing interviews with all the guys that that, that were on our battles and stuff, and that kind of gave me the first inkling like man fuck I should be doing this myself too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How else am I gonna promote this in the future if I don't take you know at least take pictures? Right. Um. So yeah, yeah. Around that time is when I started to kind of get into the idea of documenting what I'm doing. Um. But it was when I finally like came back in like 2011 is when I was like, you know, I think my <clears throat> my main goal right now should be to document everything. Right. To try and make sure that I document as much as possible because my only catch up was that that documentary scratch. Mm-hmm. You know, because I knew that era. I knew I knew the guys that are in the video. Um, and right around the end of scratch is when I kind of stopped being in the DJ world. Right. I was just working and fucking doing other shit. So. No, but big ups to you and your work. Like it's clean, dude. Oh it's no, thank you. Clean. I appreciate it. It's well it's in, it's inspired by everyone. You know, like you guys. <clears throat> when you guys came out, I remember I just saw a fucking uh, I saw a website in black and white, and it was like a really like low angle of someone's. It was in your old your old studio, right? Uh, where you guys used to hold scratch. Right, shit. right, yeah. <laughs> I was like, ooh, you know, I was always working in color. But you guys were in black and white, and I was like, "Wow, that's a really nice style." So, <laughs> you guys definitely influenced, you know, a lot of what the aesthetic, you know, understanding this culture. Like, if I didn't see you guys, I'd probably be really old school right now. Oh, dude, no, I. To be honest, it's it's because we couldn't afford colored cameras. Like, we only had black and white, and that's it. <laughs> that's all we had. Lying. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, like now goes. We know who Antrix is and what you've done, but who, what, when, Battle F? Mm. Uh, <clears throat> it was me and uh, Flo. You guys know Flo? We know Flo. Okay. Yeah. Flo, uh, we we used to travel doing uh, YouTube videos for a corporate company. Oh, shit. That's kind of why we decided to start documenting shit. Uh-huh. Uh, it was because we were traveling together. I hired him as my sound engineer, oh, and I was, I was a videographer. I bullshitted my way onto that corporate job, but... You know, I was doing that for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, and we were in a hotel once, and I think it was L.A. And I was like, well, uh, Flo kind of asked me, and we was like, you know, if we're in these areas, like uh, we were traveling to L.A., like Arizona, um, Seattle sometimes. Um, Chris kind of asked me in the hotel while we were chilling, was just, is what do you think about actually just meeting up with somebody while we're here? Mm-hmm. Like, do you know any DJs that we can link with? Um, and at the time, Chris was DJing a lot. He was doing a lot of local stuff. Uh, that was his main income and I was just doing the corporate shit but uh, I think we hit up the, one of our first interviews was with uh, IFTW and Switch oh. yeah like we drove down because those are the guys I knew from way back you word, know? Word, word, word. Um, we threw a battle when we came back you know we had we, we met up with them just to eat lunch and I was like let's just film our lunch you know see how it goes <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's. and then at the same time we were throwing a, a return battle called battle lab nine it was like a head-to-head battle that we threw in the bay area okay so that kind of motivated us to kind of go reach out to dj say okay how about we interview interview you ufc style right uh, just to kind of give, give you some personality you know because uh, that's what that's what we felt was missing when we came back is there wasn't a lot of personality. i didn't know who was who i didn't know where to find no one 
Um, and there just wasn't, you know, in terms of me who was a DJ, I couldn't, I, you know, I had to really dig to find, you know, this community now. Um, but it started with Chris, you know, we were, we were traveling. Um, we kept meeting up with people more and more. We threw that battle in the Bay Area. It was Switch, um, IFTW. You guys remember Wanted? Uh, DJ Wanted, the Japanese guy from... Uh, Word, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I forgot who else. Fucking... But we threw that battle and we had Shortcut, Shortcut. Um, I knew Shortcut for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came out in um, Vended Records. Oh. And our, our main focus was interviewing Vinrock. We did like a podcast back then. Like we did a full on interview. I brought, you know, those uh, fucking, those vinyl record shells. Yeah, yeah. I carried that shit in my truck, brought it to the stage, brought all my records there. Like I really did set design on it. Because wow. uh, I wanted it to look official, you know, like I had all this camera gear from my job. I had the lighting, I had the camera. So I was like, this better look official when I come out, you know, so. I had experience already getting sponsors, so I got vitamin water to just give us vital, you know, bottles of water. Oh, shit. Good. Um, but yeah, that's where it kind of started, uh, and that's who, who it started with. That was like 2012. Okay, so. 2012. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think me and Mike, when we started, when we were just trying to figure out how to, how to do a scratcher event, we came across yeah. your, uh, you documented your progress, like you working on your octagon. Oh, dude, okay. that was so oh, sick. That's so old school. Yeah, yeah. That's that's that what, was uh, that was when we first found out about you. It was like, whoa, this guy builds an octagon. Is like, yeah, and then nerd out about that shit. Yeah, yeah. That was after that battle that I threw that I just talked about. Um, I kept reaching out to. I forgot how I got in touch with Yoga Frog. Um, fuck. But that kind of led to everything. Now mm. with me meeting, uh, me being mentored by him. Right. Right. So I got in connected with him because he asked me to, it's weird. I had to do the videography for his, uh, his daughter's Christian. Oh shit. Okay. Like I met him, his whole family. I saw. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, well, this is kind of a weird position to be in. Uh, you know, this is a personal life, but, uh, but it was cool because I got to talk to him one-on-one. Yeah. Yeah. And if you guys know Richie, like he's, if you can talk to him for an elongated amount of time, he'll give you some like really good insight onto how to do things. Right. So I kind of made it a point to be around him as much as possible. You know, I was like, I'll intern for you. I'll, you know, I do video work, whatever, whatever you need me to do, I'll help you out. Um, and then I pitched him that thud run, that dirt style vinyl challenge in LA. Yeah, cut to cut, right? It's basically. Uh, no. Oh, it was a dirt style. It was a dirt, oh, it was style. dirt style. Okay. Dirt okay. style. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. I forgot where we threw that. I think we threw that at fucking. Uh, we threw it in LA. You're right. And then we threw it in the Bay. Okay. That, that's when I did that promo video. I was like, you know what? We need a table. And I don't want to do the, the regular <laughs> two tables uh, side to side. You know how they're usually side to side? Right, right. I, yeah. I, I, I honestly liked it when the tables were facing each other, where the DJs can look each other in the eye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And But I was like, okay, well, if this is a scratch battle, then it's more like a session, right? Mm. You know, I'm not really doing head to head. I'm doing like a fucking round robin. Um, and that's where we kind of, you know, I asked Q, like, what do you think if we made it like a fake ass octagon mm. that we can, you know, that we can, that we can carry around. And so they sponsored that, oh, cool. you know, they helped me buy the materials for it. Um, and that's when I made that promo video. I remember you guys made one too. You guys made a hella official. Um, didn't you guys make one like a, a really official octagon? Yeah, not really, but it was like a octagon on two horses. I think that oh, Mike yeah. who did that. Mike, Mike. Made yeah, we we did that for one of our. Yeah. Events, I think. 
Yeah, yeah. I did. Well, I did it the same way. My my, my was fucking two sawhorses. Yeah, and yeah. I just cut the fucking uh that fucking big ass plank. But, that, yeah. I'm pretty sure I got the like looking at your video. I think it was like yeah. I think that was why we use those plans kind of. Oh, that's tight. I mean, I it was really cute. You know, Q was like he was asking about how I can uh, how I'm gonna set up the battle. Right. And that's kind of where I was like, mm, it'd be kind of cool if we did it on your octagon, mm-hmm. you know, because like, I always wanted to do a battle in his office. Right. So when I first, you know, pitched it, I was hoping to do it at their office, but they're like, no, do it on the road, mm-hmm. go do it somewhere else. Um, but yeah, that's where it, it really kicked off was with working with Q. You know, I, I, tra- I traveled a lot with them. I did a lot of work for as Thud Rumble, like yeah. I was actually a Thud Rumble like intern. Oh shit. Uh, I went to, you know, I went to their office a lot and they live far compared to me. Like I have to cross two bridges to get there. Oh, wow. Um, so, but it was, you know, like, it's funny because Q is actually very close with, I'm, I'm pretty sure every fucking Filipino says this, but he's very close with one of my uncles. Okay. I, I would see him at fucking, uh, at, at part, you know, family parties. This sounds so Filipino, but I would say, <laughs> I would see him like literally, and I would never say hi to him. I was too scared of him. Yeah. Like I didn't, I, you know, honestly, this, this is a true story is my buddy would always ask me, how can we don't say what's up to Q? And I said the only way, reason, the only way I want to meet Q is be, is if I'm working with him. Oh shit! If, if he if he equally thinks that I'm someone, you know, not just some kind of dude. Like I I've ran into him at car shows, and I've done the whole like yo, let's take a picture, you know, and <laughs> that shit it felt it felt weak, you know. I was like, oh, that's not how I want to be around these dudes, you know. I want to be equal. Yo, uh, but for uh, sorry, man, I cut you off. But uh, like I I've, I've opened up for Cuba like three times in my lifetime. Out, yeah, out yeah. here in Vancouver, and I still, I'm still chicken shit. Like to talk to him. <laughs> okay, 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 cool. We're equal then. No, nah, it's yeah. it's bad. Like I think I was like, does he remember me? Like we shook hands a couple. Like I, you know, he introed me one time, but like I, like until to this day, like even going to Nam, dude. Like I've seen him like so many times. I was just like, <laughs> nah, I don't know. I just yeah, it, it's yeah, man. It's he's still God mode for me. Yeah, he's intimidating to be yeah. around because yeah. it's like looking at your your childhood hero all the time. Right. Yeah. And you're like, and you're trying. You're, he's like, okay, he's human, like me and me and so and so. Right. Um, but this dude is like, I look up to him like huge. So yeah, yeah. To, to work with him was like, fuck. I don't know what I'm gonna do after this. I have to level up. <laughs> you <Right>. know, like <laughs> I have to look better than what I'm doing right now. So. And, but, you, yeah, and, you, and you did, and you've accomplished it. Like you became his equal, and and working. With his company and all. So, yeah, big ups to that, dude. Oh, thank you. So, from there, you, you ended up, like, what was the whole situation with, um, how did you get into um, FaZe? Um, well, I mean, there was a whole period where I was working with Scratcher, too. I was working with Scratcher with oh, yeah, the portable yeah. side. Right. Um, yeah. But, you know, I mean, to, to jump forward to FaZe, like, FaZe came along because of that portable scene. Right. Um, they were doing the Mix Fader. And uh, it's funny because I was working for Thud Rumble and they were supposed to have, they were having a Zoom meeting, um, the old Mixfader crew um, and Hubert and you guys know JP? Yep. Shouts out to JP. Yep. Right. They, we were doing a lot of uh, portable stuff back then and uh, Q had a meeting with them. I sat in on it just as an, not an advisor, but as, as part of the Thud Rumble team. And uh, JP was heading the, the meeting. And for some reason, the meeting just kind of went weird because as soon as we logged on, Q was like, yo, what's up? I don't like this, this, and this about your fader. I like this, this, and this. I'll let you guys talk about it. 
And then I'll, I'll, it was nice to meet you. And he just peaced out on the meeting. And I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> How what am I supposed to do here? Oh <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's cute. He always does that shit, man. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, he he trusted us. That's what I appreciated. I was like, okay, this is my time to kind of represent Q, and how am I gonna do it for him? But he that that caught me off guard. So me and JP were like, shit, what do you know? I don't know what they want to do. You know? Oh, um, that's crazy. Wow. But yeah, that's where that came from. It was um was mix fader eventually uh evolved and made phase right um and so i was alerted early on when they were doing all the development stuff i have a lot of old like pictures of it mm-hmm. um because i did a lot of <clears throat> after the q q ordeal i i hit them up on the back end it was like look you know i i do a lot of stuff myself and if you're looking for a marketing campaign I, i'm happy to help you out right right let's just talk about your goals you know let's figure out what you want to do and uh, I can help you achieve it. And that kind of set it off where we're, us, we were going back and forth for months. They were sponsoring everything we were doing. We were doing a lot of traveling back then. Right. Uh, with Destruct and fucking Excess. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, that, that whole portable boom, man. It was it was a blessing to kind of be a part of it, you know. And so from there, they developed Phase. And that's how I kind of got the shoe in. As I was the one U.S. guy that they can talk to and trust to, to run campaigns. Um, and get it to the right communities just because of the, the reputation of Battle Lab right, and people right. I knew. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, they they're like, what do you think about this person? I was like, oh, you know, I had opinions about everybody right. because I, I knew everybody by that time. So that's where it kind of, that's how I got to phase. They, they told me one time at fucking Nam, just uh, come to Nam, don't bring needles, book as many DJs as you can, just tell them not to bring their needles. And I was like, whoa, how the fuck? <laughs> okay. Shit. Yeah. I've so. never seen that. Yeah, and so when fucking when Nam opened, uh, I, Undercut was the first one to walk in with me. Mm-hmm. I met him outside, and I, I walked in, and he did this video where he uh, he saw the phase, and he was going like this with it, right. and he was driving it. And I posted it, and it got reposted huge on Mixfader and Phase, and I think Jazzy Jeff finally caught wind of it. Um, but that you know that that whole Nam that whole Nam experience period, man, it's it's where Phase. That was like twenty seventeen. 18? Yeah, 2017. 2017. It was the talk of the of, of the show. It was. Yeah. Oh well, phase. Yeah. Phase. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah man. It, it's it's done a lot. I mean, in terms of, of how they progressed, no one's really gonna think of an idea like that. Mm. Um, if you're not trying to innovate, what this what this is all doing? Because everything is a remake of a remake, with very very few evolutions here and there, like yes, not. Right. Where that's a complete evolution of DJ or the CDJ. Mm-hmm. That's a complete evolution. Right. Um, and so one of the things we compare it to, uh, you know, I try to compare it to is, is that it's just a complete evolution of DJing that at the time I was like, I, I couldn't believe the, the Bluetooth fader. Like right. I wasn't completely sold on it. You know? mm-hmm. Even though I was promoting it, I was like, mm-hmm. there's something here with this company that they're trying to find. And so I'm happy to introduce you to everyone. And if your shit sucks, I don't know what to tell you. They're going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Right. <clears throat> so same thing with FaZe, you know, is they got a lot of feedback from a lot of the DJs by meeting everybody at NAMM. So, you know, everyone that went to NAMM and tried it that first day, they were all part. They're still a part of the experience. Right. Kind of, yeah. Do you know the, you know how there's that USB fix, the one that's, mm-hmm. is that is that coming pretty soon? I know lots of people are going to ask, that's why. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I'm only on a, a certain level of communication when it comes to that stuff because that's, that's oh, kind of like the main boardroom. 
but I know just from working with them that it's being worked on. Right. And, you know, there's, you know, you know how it goes on the back end. It's like even when you develop records, right? There's always a waiting period. Yeah. For yeah, something yeah, to yeah. pass through. Yeah. You know, there's always a waiting period. And, and in this case, it's like I was saying this when the phase release was that too many cats were treating this like a microwave society, like it has to be instantly good. Right. And they couldn't see the potential. So to answer your question, I don't know if that's coming out. I don't know. I mean, not if, but I don't know when it's going to come yeah, out. Yeah, I just when, know that when. it's being done. Yeah, yeah. Well, and um, we got a surprise for you. We got all the we got a bunch of viewers coming in talk to you about Phase. Um, oh, all, all the, <laughs> oh, we, were, we were joking about that. We're like last week. We're like, yo, yeah. bring on the haters if there is any, because like I know this dude can handle complaints. <laughs> sure, yeah. You know, honestly, dude, if you're talking to someone, I'm one of the guys on social media right, right. behind Phase. So I'm, yeah. I'm one of the guys that's yeah. posting along with the rest of the team. Right. And I remember in the beginning, dude, I was just trying so hard not to be like antrics in behind the fucking camera, you know, the board. Like, right. yo, wake the fuck up. You know, stop, <laughs> stop tripping out. But, you know, I had to be like, I'm sorry for your inconvenience. Oh, fuck. Oh man, yeah, were you doing that with? Know. Were you doing that with grinding your teeth at the same time, like trying to bite your lip? Yeah, that was a hard time, man. Yeah. Like all those, all the entire team was stressing about it because yeah. it's like nothing but negative. But dude, man, there's so many stories from our tours that it's, it was pretty rough to go through, you know? Yeah, man. Uh, to to hear every fucking uh, canceled deadline was, uh, was heartbreaking, you know, yeah. while being on, you know, I was on tour sometimes and I'm like, are you serious? That's just getting fucking stalled. You know, they have no control cause it's fucking, it's manufacturing in China. That's right. Or Asia, wherever they are. I think it's Asia or something like that. I think that's, a, I think that's like, uh, something that the public has hard time dealing with or understanding right. is just like the tooling and all that stuff, all the manufacturing. It's not, it's not by the companies themselves. It's it's where we you know where we get it manufactured and shit. So right, they don't factor yeah. that. You know, and you hear other if you if I don't know if you guys listen to other podcasts like how I built this mm. or how you know how companies like real scale really scale their companies and when it comes to product manufacturing, dude, that that can there's so many pitfalls in terms of quality design. That's right. You have to, you have to live in Ch- or near your factory to see That's every right. piece go through. And those guys did that, you know, they, their engineers went there for like a month or something mm-hmm. to, just to out oversee the production. And, you know, you never know how these things go. Yeah, yeah, that's right. No, I, I do. I do hear other companies actually like, yeah, either they have lived in that city just to get their shit uh-huh. straight for a couple of months and then move back back to the U.S. Yeah, 100 so, percent. It's 100 percent like that. Yeah. So like, yeah, once again, like I know, I know you just, you did mention that you've worked with uh, yoga frog and, and, uh, as an intern or, you know, getting mentorship from him, like what else have you learned? Oh, not only with yoga, like even with people from Mixars and stuff, like what have you learned working with them? Uh, well, working with anybody that it's in a position to, that, that's a company, let's say a brand. Right. Um, what it comes to is trying to just level and be real with a lot of those people. Right. Like I do a lot of my meetings, not in a suit and tie, okay. you know, and, and these are corporate guys. Some of these guys are corporate and they go to like sales shows, like, <clears throat> like DJ Expo or Nam dressed in a tie. Yeah. And most of the time I've ever done meetings with Thud Rumble. Um, like I did a meeting with Casio. Okay. Okay. And, um, they were all, it was me, D, Q, and Yoga Frog and Q's girl. Okay. Uh, this was during uh, Three Style Japan. Mm. I don't know. They were trying, they were trying to get you know. You ever see that Millennium Falcon thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, they were getting ready to promote that, and they were trying to get Q and Q and D to help on some development shit. 
uh, or two yoga frog all of them um but they sat in a meeting in street clothes you know and these guys are corporate japanese guys I was like, oh fuck you know so i, I try to look kind of nice i was like damn i didn't bring any clothes for a fucking meeting you know because <laughs> um, i did a lot of corporate meetings in suit and ties you know that's what you had to do like uh, when i was working in the corporate side is they, they were you know it's fucking they're intimidating rich like white collar people yeah yeah and learning how to talk in front of them is terrifying to me um and so when you kind of realize that you know actually these guys after work they're actually just homies you know they go to the baseball they all the baseball baseball games they go to bars whatever right. um if you're in the dj scene and you're not yourself and you're not you don't you can't really relate then we're not going to have a relationship um, that's just it, you know. I much rather kind of focus on people that I wanted to have relationships with, and they have to be a lot like me. And so some things will fall through the cracks, but other most of the time, I learned that if you can find a way to level and be yourself in the boardroom with these people, then they're happy to kind of like hear you out. It's right. not something that's so like drawn out, like a like a fucking uh, business proposal or something. It, so. it's- Especially like I don't know with uh, the whole t- tableist scene, like and business-wise, it's hard to ha- find that happy medium between like either you act too too street or you're too corporate. It's it's, it's right. hard. Right, right. Yeah. You know, in in Battle Lab, when I first came out, I was always about being blunt. Right. Like I was always about speaking my mind uh, through through the brand, through Battle Lab. Being, <clears throat> we want Battle Lab to be known for being brash people, like really about the culture. Right. And that's my attitude when I was battling was being just kind of like an asshole. Like I'd flip you off. Right. And really go at you. Yeah. Um, and so Battle Lab, when it comes to like the marketing and like planning for shit, most of the time it's like, you know, I'll be walking my dog and I'll be like, you know, I got an idea for a record. And then I'll call up Chris or I'll call up you, you know. Yeah, Same yeah. thing with Triad. Triad happened because I was just like, hey, there's no other fucking records out there. You know, like, who could, what, what can we do? So I was like, who can I work with? And yeah. So, you know, just it was really about being around the people that I think were going to benefit me and I can benefit them. Right. Yeah, yeah big focus. Yeah. Dope, 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 dope. Oh, yeah. So um, I think, like, in around 2012 or something, you, you, you were doing some battles uh, head-to-head for Battle Lab, like, back in the day. You had like these crazy trailers and stuff. And I was just kind of yeah. curious, like maybe what was a favorite moment from when you were doing that back then? Oh shit! And like the whole lead up with like Kurti going to his car to his house, like I think yeah, you did that one with traps too. Like a yeah, video. yeah, he did. Oh, I, I'm you filmed that shit? Yeah, that was all me, it, me it, and Chris. It, <laughs> it, it felt like it was like a like a twenty four for boxing yeah if it, it felt like it, that's what we were going like that's when i feel like we really hit our stride mm. with understanding what we were marketing is because we started to know who the djs were like i knew critique was mysterious like that dude yeah. is an amazing cutter and he's equally as bad as traps you know traps i did a he did our dirt style vinyl challenge mm-hmm. um oh yeah and so i think in that specific battle like i was saying is it was for that brand illis you guys know illis right yeah, right. yeah. Um, they asked me to do the cut to cut for them, and that's when I started the whole uh, cut to cut invitational stuff. That's when I would film everybody. Like uh, I, I can't even remember who's all in the main videos, but that trailer was kind of our 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 way to introduce. The, you know, because I I actually drove out to every single person's city to just Shit. film with them. Wow. So like Primo Primo was in it, so I had to drive like. Two two and a half hours north to Santa Rosa just to kind of interview him, you know. Um, oh my gosh! What else, dude? Yeah. And like, not nah, go ahead. 
No, I mean just how you put in that work to do what dedication, you're doing, yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like when you I don't know if you guys are artists. I mean obviously you're artists, but like drawing artists. And it's like when you when you draw, you when you can finally see the lines perfectly to draw something. Like I know how to draw a fucking uh spray can super good now because of back in the day that's all I used to draw. That's dope. Uh, you know, like hip hop style. You know, you know what you what you need to do to get things done. Right. It's kinda like, you know, this video when I when I thought about the concept mm-hmm. and who was gonna be in it, it's like, okay, I want Kurt to look like he's he's a fucking threat. Yeah. I want Traps to be look like he's a fucking threat. And I think Primo was like one of the last shots in that video. Right. Uh, Cause he looked up and it was like, oh shit, it's fucking Primo. You know, like he, <laughs> I was unveiling all these really good scratches to the world. Right. That's kind of the concept. It was like, I was in, um, you know, I was starting, started, starting to finally realize who, who was who in the Bay area. Yeah. Um, and then I was just trying to put him up on that pedestal because the Bay, the Bay's always been like that. It's always been like, who's on the pedestal this time, you know, who's, right. who's on the shit. So real competitive. <laughs> That's dope, man. Yeah, that was fun, man. <laughs> Record button got shut down. I mean, your battery. We were. I was just t- talking about Antrix and how he started that his app session session in, man. Session that's, in, yeah. It, that shit's a dope, a, a really dope app for the community. But he was breaking it down. Maybe you could just go, I guess, run it real quick. What you were talking. Yeah. About. Yeah, like session in became came in because. Uh, I was developing another company on the uh, before session in, and it was a company that was basically um, an Airbnb rentals for the DJ community. So the idea was to rent out your equipment to peers and people that you trust, and have the security safeguards as the <clears throat> same security safeguards as Airbnb, um, but also have the delivery capabilities like DoorDash. Uh, you know, you can track your equipment. I was doing all that shit uh, for this company. And uh, we were in the process of, of starting to actually build its uh, its own application, um, but the pandemic started. Right. And rentals, you know, like no no DJ is going to be fucking DJing right now, so rentals are going to slow down. Um, so at that same time that we were developing the app is when you hit me up about making that poster for for Nam. And uh, <clears throat> because I was so into the the app world at that time. I was like, well, how can we turn it into an app? How can we make this little poster a little bit more smart? Because honestly, like me editing that app that year, when it started, the text started to fucking reach four points. You know, I'm like, oh, this is useless. Right. Yeah, you know, like I can't even, I don't even want to deal with it anymore. So at the, you know, when, I, when you hit me up, I was like, there's gotta be a better way. I was like, well, I, at the time I went to Playlist Retreat. You guys know Playlist Retreat? Yes, yeah, yep. Um, right before that, um, they have their own app for Playlist Retreat that all the guys can kind of keep in touch with during the retreat. And it did it did exactly what Session In did. It was a calendar app. It was a way to kind of notify people, okay, oh, Jazzy Jeff is doing a talk in the tent, so get out of the tent right now. Or uh, Serato's doing a workshop, yada, yada, yada. Um, and then it also had a chat function where we can chat with like all the guys that are at the camp. That's dope. Uh, and I thought that was clever, you know? And I was like, okay, well, I think that would be, the, this would be the best fit for now. Um, so long story short, that, that that idea molded into the application. I kind of put the you know put the money up to kind of make it make it happen. I designed most of it in terms of the, the screens that you see on there. Right. Uh, all the text I have to write, all the colors I have to pick. The the coding is is done uh, overseas with the company. Okay. Uh, Portugal. I can't do coding. It's fucking terrible. I'm terrible at that shit. But so you did the wireframing and all that <clears throat> shit. Yeah, I did. You know, there's wireframing is fucking. Uh, it's, it's a lot of work, man. It is. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, a lot of work. Yeah, especially like 
as detailed your app is like yeah. even all the call to actions like from this what's this gonna do to this and that's you know just to get it all functioning it's crazy dude yeah like oh thank you man i mean it's i spent a lot of time you know i spent a lot of money just doing it same thing as when i was you know back when i was doing that video that mike mentioned is i was spending my own money on my gas and my fucking time just to get something perfect um so a session in is the same thing you know i'm not getting paid for it hopefully i will but for the most part you know I'm, I'm fronting a lot of money just to make it happen and see where it goes i'm investing in what i believe in um and so i gotta see it through yeah it, it's a pretty, solid yeah it's a solid heavy app man like okay. with all the stuff that you're putting in like not only with just like now you do loopers too in there man that's crazy <laughs> yeah yeah we're, well you know honestly let me, i'm gonna be fair like i really wanted to leave that that space alone uh because i there's already two apps out there that are fantastic right um and i'm not i don't really like to compete like that mm. like it's just it's one of those functions that i added it because well if i'm gonna do battles i gotta play beats that's true yeah. and for the most part i i don't want to poach any of the the guys that work you know that do stuff for table beats and for fucking tables.net that's not my you know way of doing it so whoever comes to me with uh loopers i'll just put on or i'll we'll make it ourselves like okay. a lot of it is just our own shit okay um, and so but you know for the most part i we want to do loopers because that's that's what our, our scene's doing like right. if there's a way that i can work with table beats and tableless to really make that app even stronger right great i'm welcome you know I'm, i want everybody to help me out because yeah. this shit is like just to you know like you said wireframe wireframing is a lot of work you know it's a lot of slides and um, you know honestly my wireframe was all just fucking penciled in a sketchbook right um yeah yeah like you know i tried to i, I paid for some really expensive wireframing software oh, shit. Uh, i started doing it and i was like fuck this is dope because you can test the app uh you can run it on a on your phone and whatever uh but it, it ate up my months you know like i was like this is wow. let me just get a basic idea of what i want this to do from a to b right and then i'll find a developer and tell them that's what i want shit. Uh, so it's a lot <laughs> but thank you thank you thank you so yeah you're... Man, you you were i think you said glowtronics hit you up because he he was looking thinking of an ideal to do battles and you you have battles now right on your app. yeah 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 i started you know i'm starting to co coordinate more battles throughout the year because of how easy it is you know what i mean like you can get perfect audio now like cats are getting smart you know they're, they're understanding how to do good video good audio they understand technology and that that's why i believed in phase it's like cats will get smart you know they're not stupid all the time yeah. um so battles are now a thing like we're 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 hold, we're coordinating another battle that's supposed to hit after ida um but ida in itself man that's that's nerve-wracking yeah <laughs> to touch speaking of the yeah, battle let's get into that yeah, yeah dude to ida man that yeah man too bad you don't you don't do it for canada because you would be the fucking you would oh, oh let's do it let's do it man like oh yeah, I, let's do it yeah yeah but the whole states thing i mean the finals is what everyone's talking about because I know we got all locked down and everyone's doing these live producers from producers and to, to MCs and all that. But to have a final, I think you're doing it on, like break it down because I don't want to speak and, sure. and think false, but how does the finals work? Because that's something new to the scene. Yeah, yeah. So the finals is, is fairly easy. It's a, it's a Zoom meeting between the judges and the main competitors. Okay. Um, and I'm running it through OBS. Um, right now we run session in. Are you, you guys are on OBS, right? Mm. Mike's oh, up. Everyone, everyone should be on OBS, honestly, because you can step your shit up. You know, like if you want your shit to look quality, uh, I'm starting to do not like graphics. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm. Anyways, 
Um, <laughs> yeah, let me let me let me step back for a sec. You nerding uh, out on OBS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to do that. <laughs> There's so much shit out there. It's dope, though. It's dope. <laughs> So anyways, so yeah, it's OBS, uh, and the format is, I, I didn't want to do a full-on, like, day's worth of battling. So only in the room is just the battlers and the uh, judges, while everyone else is either, I'm trying to decide whether I want to do it on Twitch or YouTube. I'm only going to pick one. I don't want to fucking spread it out. There's just too many. YouTube. Kind of, YouTube. Okay, I, I feel YouTube is best. Because my, my following is... My following is uh, more there than Twitch. Yeah. That's a lot of work to get on Twitch, bro. Yeah. It's a lot of fucking work to kind of move everyone there. So YouTube will hit like more of the masses, I think. My in my opinion. opinion. Yeah, yeah. And there's all, there's no fucking uh, there's no problems with copyright because it's all original music, mm -hmm. you know. So that's the great part is we can go live on Facebook if we wanted to. Um, so I don't know if you guys use uh, Restream. Restream is the big thing that people are using now oh, to okay. do mobile streaming. Yeah, so they're I was using, just looking into that too. Yeah, you can do. You can go to Twitch, Instagram, Facebook, everything off a restream if you pay for the pro account. Um, we do Instagram for the session in, and um, but for this battle, uh, we're only going to pick one of those and go through there. But yeah, man, like it's the the format, man. It's it's tricky because in our in our producer session, we can't have people overlap. Like I wanted to play a backbeat and let them scratch, but there's too much latency. Um, it's going to just be sloppy. Right. And so the best way is how we do it uh, with our session in. Like we we tell we taught people how to how to line in. You know, you guys know you can line in to, to Zoom without any hardware. You know that, right? You can just play off of fucking iTunes and that's just crisp. I don't no, know. no, you have to teach us after this. Oh, oh damn, bro. <laughs> we is it a setting? It's a setting. It's a way. setting, bro. Yeah. Like, I, I can play direct from Serato if I wanted to. Right Yo, now. Mike's our tech guy, and he's been trying to figure it out for, like, three weeks now. I'll hit, <laughs> I'll hit you after the show, Mike. Like, it's very yeah. easy. I'll even share my screen. Um, okay. So, to mitigate the, that problem with the backside, um, is we, we have our producers go one at a time. So, they line in once, line in, you know, and then we, we tell them to disconnect. Um, and so, what, we, what I did is I uploaded all the looper beats to our app session in and said that you can practice and when the battle happens you'll have a timer go on so i cover my shit like this i don't know if you guys ever use this uh you guys ever use that uh when you can change your screens oh, right yeah yeah oh. yeah okay. yeah i'm all fucked up now uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's invisible yeah that's crazy that's pretty cool it's like yeah yeah let me fix that my bad there, there you go yeah yeah there you go. Okay. Yeah, right. Anyways, they're going to go, we're, we're rehearsing them going one at a time. Um, and so they'll go one at a time uh, for each round. So let's say it's, it's artist versus Dan one. Right. He, uh, he starts his shit. I have a timer going on the screen. <clears throat> that's going to count down for 60 seconds. So that's 60 second rounds, two rounds each per round. And we, we gave them all the beats in advance so they can play from their side. And we, I don't know if you guys saw what I posted, but we just did a sound check. Mm -hmm. To make sure that, you know, like, okay, what's up, uh, Eric, you got 60 seconds, your time starts now. And so we're, we're rehearsing that shit now. Like, I have to teach him how to fucking flow. Otherwise, it's a whole lot of dead air, you know? Oh, okay, yeah. You know, so it's, it's like the old school ways of throwing showcases. You have to re rehearse when they come out mm -hmm. and when they exit and how they're going to come in and how they're going to come out. Right. <clears throat> so, like, once first someone gets eliminated, I was like, yo, I might kick you out the room. <laughs> just to be fair, you know, like, yeah, 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 honestly, yeah. like, I don't want you just staring at the screen, so I might have to kick you out, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. um, 
So do you but, just like you're just gonna mute each one kind of thing? So. Yeah, like so it, we can mute all, um, but for the most part, because he's lined in, it's perfect audio. Uh, but a rule of thumb is like when we do our producer showcases, everyone should mute while the DJ is going or while the producer is playing. Yeah. Don't talk because you're gonna get this fucking these dicks. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, I, I can tell you uh, there's a setting to kind of mitigate that too, man. I'll teach oh, you that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like an advanced thing you put. I think it's yeah. I, it has to be the advanced. Yeah. So so okay so just in case uh people are just too well, I mean not tuning in but like who's the top four, uh what's the date, uh when can we see it when can the viewers see it? Sure. Good stuff. IDA IDA USA 2020. IDA USA 2020 is May 9th. Uh, right now we're playing with 12 o'clock noon because we want to get the global network. Dope. We want to get we want to get the UK involved, Asia, all of them to see this. Um, the finalists are uh, JMars, um, shit, Figs, Rated R, and Dan One mm-hmm. with uh, with artists as a fan favorite. He came in as a wild card. Okay. That so, was yeah. I wanted to break that down. Um, how yeah. did all play in with the wild card? What 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 does how does it work? Yeah, so like we wanted a third judge, but at the same time, I wanted to test the waters with having our community vote. Because I think our community, like honestly, like if you look at your metrics, your your community is around 35 to 45 years old, or you know, maybe 25. So they're very educated in terms of what skill is because there's so much content out there. So I felt why not let the public you know judge um, for that for that uh, I guess you could say for their top four choices but the judges um esquire and critique were for sure going to take the the meat of the the judging so whatever their final four was if it matched up those guys are going to automatically be rooted in um but if it was separate then that's where that these percentages of looking at who liked who like yeah i don't know if you saw the post that i put up of the actual bar graph of how many you know uh, votes came in but eric took a heavy load because he was doing a lot of marketing um and most of the time, judge, you know, most battles be like that's a, you know it's a bad deal because what if they have hella fans? Like, what if DJ Michelle enters, you know, and, and she gets hella hella likes? Well, she wasn't even on the roster of judges mm-hmm. um, in terms of who was picked. If they picked her, then okay, then I have to be fair. Maybe those judges feel the same way. Um, but Eric, Eric had a lot of votes, and Dan had um, uh, less votes than Figs, um, and. In, in terms of how they ranked it, Dan One was, I think, on Kurt's card, he was fourth. On, on fucking Esquires, he was second. I might be wrong, but I gotta double check that. Okay. But I, you know, the, in terms of averages, Eric, it came down to those four for mm-hmm. sure already. Even on the public vote, it was J Mars rated R, Dan One, Figs, and Artist. Right. So I kind of shook hands with uh, the idea of having Artist on. Um, and say like, well, what if the public vote felt this? Why not let him at least give him a chance to try and get it, make this a little bit more, you know, juicy, um, rather than just make it a shoe in. Because if the public likes him, then you know, there's something, there's something there. There's a story there for for him to kind of show. So right, 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 right. So like, like I was going back to, um, okay, that's all said and good. But um, so how does it work? Him being the wild card, like how, in, oh no, my bad. Yeah, when did he come in? <laughs> you just told me shut up. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Adult setting, like how does that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so no, no, I <laughs> like that. Though. Yeah. No. 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 He's automatically battling Dan One because Dan One scored short or scored uh, 
lower on on critique and esquire so he's automatically going against dan one for two rounds and that person decides who's going against rated r because the way the brackets look like on the on the right now the brackets look like east versus west and i didn't mean to do that like it says <laughs> jmars digs yeah. versus uh, rated r to dan one right um so artist is going into uh into dan one's uh what do you call it bracket right might have to potentially battle rated r so wow yeah, that's it. Can't <laughs> wait, man. This is a freaking oh heavyweights, heavyweights. Yeah, man. And they're good guys, man. They've, yeah. they've always they've always entered every year. They're Jay Mars is amazing, man. Like I've seen his growth and when he kind of came in. And I remember I was doing the cut to cut in Chicago around the time I was doing the cut to cut with you guys. And it was always fucking like boy genius and artist who was like taking shit. Yeah. Uh, and uh, ambidextrous and Toltec. And then Jay Mars came in out of nowhere and all of a sudden right. his cousin just just leveled up uh ray's always been fucking you know he's always been ray he's been ray and, yeah jesus man like I, I see the comments about how people like yo he kind of just fucks around and it looks like he can have you can eat a whole meal while he's coming <laughs> <laughs> you know? that dude's good man like it's amazing how nerd that dude is yeah um and dan dan i don't really know dan and figures to be to be fair i don't know him too well but i'm starting to get to know what their style is mm-hmm. and their style is just it's it's it, you know, D Styles has a very like signature style in terms of funk and and knowing how to talk to a person with their cutting. Right. And the, the little things that they do to kind of do in, in between bars is like, fuck, dude. I'm glad I don't I don't battle right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way, bro. There's no way I can keep up with this shit. It's gonna be a hard one to judge, I think. Yeah, that's why I'm glad I'm not doing it. The judges are are, are, are uh, what do you call it? Toltec, Esquire, Curtique, and D Styles. Um, so you managed to get get the beast to uh, come back into the table scene again. Uh, Kurtique. Uh, Kurt? Oh yeah. man, yeah, yeah. It's funny. He went live. Did you guys see him go live the other day? No. Uh, he went live yesterday, and he was just walking through a tunnel. You okay. know how he's doing his photography shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and he was like, "Damn, there's hell of people in here. They probably think I'm fucking cutting it again and shit." <laughs> he's like, oh. <laughs> what a tease. Oh <laughs> yeah. man. <laughs> It's kind of funny, man. Like, I think if you're a like a QSU valedictorian, it's like you stop scratching or something, because uh, you know Bo from Seattle. Same thing. He he stopped cutting too, man. Really? Why is that? Like, I I don't know. I don't know. People just over it. Like Bacon. Bacon is another dude. Like he went into the heavy into his uh, graffiti work. Or not graffiti work. uh, Tattooing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, I mean, he found his calling there, man. Like Mm. he's doing really well. He's got kids. Like. That shit pays the bills, you know. Yeah. At some point, it's like, uh, this is uh if you're not in it for the love, then you're you're still here. You're still family. Yeah, yeah, it, definitely. It's not it's not twenty four seven anymore. So. so speaking of Bo from Seattle, we see you wearing a Seattle hat right now. So are you yeah. still are you still in the Northwest right now? No, no, no. I moved. Uh, okay. I went, to, I went to the Philippines. Okay. And then uh, came back and literally a week later, moved back to California. Oh shit. Just, yeah, yeah. I mean, because I was right. Honestly, I was right in the middle of that fucking when that pandemic started. I was in the Philippines. Okay. And going through South, I was going through South Korea, and everyone was in hazmat suits. Uh, suits. Oh wow. And they had, you know, they had thermal cams. So I was like, fuck, you know, this could be pretty scary. I don't know if I, you know, I want to be out here no more. Um, but you know, long story short, we we got back, and it was just hitting the United States. Yeah. So Washington was a state that was like this is the epicenter of it all. Yeah. 
Uh, so my kids' school shut down, and we were already planning to move back anyway during the summer. Oh, okay. Um, but we, we was like, fuck it, let's just move our schedule up and move right now. Yeah. And just you know find a place for 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 the meantime so no, yeah I still love I still love Northwest man it was, it was a beautiful time up there that's good you got out right right before that thing really went crazy yeah but I came right back into it in California you know yeah <laughs> like, well it's, yeah. it's fucking yeah I feel like I've been on the whole pandemic shit since, <laughs> since the Philippines man like it, I feel like it has not slowed down oh man so hey <laughs> like I, I saw some posts of you like walking around with like what was it? You got 49ers hat on during during the Super Bowl and all. Yeah. Oh no, not even the Super Bowl. It was during the time when they was going off against each other. It was like yeah. SF versus Seattle. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> this guy raps hard, <laughs> and Seattle guys go hard too. Oh yeah, dude. Like my yeah. man. Honestly though. I lived in Lakewood, and oh. Lakewood is like in, like 30 minutes out from Tacoma. Right. That, that's maybe like two and a half hours away from Seattle. Itself, yeah, and, yeah. And those, like, their fans are everywhere. Yeah. Like, they're hardcore. Like, I went into, like, like butthole Washington. I think it's called Winthrop. Okay. It's like this really western town. Okay. Oh, you, you still see Seattle shit. Like, they rap hard. Yeah. Like, Raider fans, you know? So, I yeah, respect them. Crazy. I yeah. just like to talk shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, we got Seahawks fans all the way. Up. Like, it, it it spills over out here too in Vancouver. Oh, man, they're Seahawks. good people though. They yeah, they yeah. love their they love their. I just love seeing them lose though. Yeah. Real quick, um, the the winner, the champion for twenty ID. What what what's the prize pack? Cause oh, it's heavy, man. Like uh, it's it's a phase essential. Okay. Um, it's a magma riot bag. I think it's called a mini. This is a new black one. Um, it's any deck saver of their choice, oh. and uh, two color color key LED lights. That you know, it, it's, it's kind of like fucking what uh, I forgot what they're called, but it's. It's just you know backlighting for, for your live streams. Oh, that's cool. Um, but they they rotate and shit. It's dope. It's LED. You know you can kind of control it on your on your phone and stuff. Um, what so what what cool. uh, what brand is that? Bye. That's Color Key. That's oh, Color Key. Okay, my yeah, bad. Yeah, okay. under okay. the the mixware, the mixware uh, umbrella. Oh shit. Oh yeah. That's gonna be a dope final. Yeah. I think so, man. I'm nervous for it though. <laughs> you'll do I'm fine. Nervous. You'll do fine. Yeah, but don't I worry, think... man. You got uh, you have Bruce Lee in your corner, bro. Yeah. Oh. Shouts out to your son, bro. Yeah, man. Wow. Straight, straight comedy. <laughs> Not straight comedy, man. That's straight up serious, dude. That's yeah, crazy. crazy. Very serious. In that the suit, the suit, the yellow suit. Yeah. Game bro. of death. Yeah. yeah. With a cream. Yeah, that part. Yeah, that was ill. Man. Everything, like from from like not only just the actions and the the kicks, like his facial reaction, yeah. like everything down <laughs> to the T, bro. Yeah, he 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 got hyped because of that other kid, uh, Ryusei. Okay. Uh, who does the the game of death, uh, the fucking nunchuck routine? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so as soon as he saw that kid, and he was like, "Yo, who who's the guy that he's watching though?" And I was like, "Oh, you don't know about Bruce Lee? You know, so <laughs> I'm gonna show you Bruce Lee." Yeah. You know, so I showed That's him. So I showed him like uh, Fist of Furies for. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, "This is fucking Bruce Lee. He kicks fucking ass." You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now he's like he was for like it's funny for a week straight he was doing push-ups and fucking wow. leg lifts and and sit-ups because he was taking his shirt off and like do I look like I got muscle yet? <laughs> Yo, and I'm like, that's dope. <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's so awesome. cool. Uh, 
But yeah. you know, show him the one the one inch punch. Did you show? Oh him? yeah, yeah, yeah. He he does it on me sometimes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know those that uh, kung fu dummy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're seriously thinking of getting one of those. Oh shit! Uh, you should. He's been watching. We he made me make a fake one. Right. Out of like a, a foam roller and some like toy swords and shit. That's like, dope. All right. If you want to learn it? Let's just get one and you know we'll go at it. But. Oh, he's into it, bro. Wow, <laughs> man, that's dope, man. That's so cool. Yeah, he's heavy. <laughs> yeah, I, I seen that. I was like, man, who cares about IDA right now? His, his son is all like Bruce Lee, man. That's fucking that's shit right there. You might have to build an app just for him, man. For real, just for that. That's crazy. We just made the nunchucks today. Like, I, I stood in line you know, at Home Depot. Like Home Depot, you gotta wait in line now. Oh yeah. I I stood in line for like an hour just to buy yellow tape because he was wow. bugging me. He was like, "Can you please make this nunchuck yellow?" And I'm like, "Oh dang!" <laughs> and I went to Home Depot just for the yellow tape. And I was like, "Fuck, this is terrible." You know, you gotta wake up at six o'clock just to get to Home Depot. Oh, shit. That's wow. dedicated dad, man. Big ups to yeah. you, dude. Oh no, it's it's all fun because it's like I taped it up for him, and I was like, "Here you go." He's like, "Oh shit, it's hype," you know. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> we're gonna, yeah. we gotta send you some nunchucks for that kid. Like, oh, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe in a bit, though. Yeah. yeah. So you won't hurt anyone. Yeah, some real ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. Yo, and we do this uh, 45 second hot seat thing that okay. we do. We we bust out like a bunch of questions, and uh, okay. we we'll try to see if you can answer them at the best as you can. Um, oh, fuck, yeah. I'm a fail. <laughs> I don't right. know, man. All right, we're gonna do like this 45 second hot seat with Antrix Battle Lab represent, and we're gonna go right about now. Okay, how did you get your DJ name? It's my first name and my middle name put together. Oh it's shit! Anthony is my first name, and Rico is my second name. Oh shit! Uh, and my friend at the time, I was trying to find it. My first name was Menace. It was a terrible name, um, but Antrix came along because I wanted a name like Cubert. I wanted people to call me it and think that that's my real name. And I thought Cubert was a real name. That's name. So <laughs> cool. so, oh, fuck. I was like, okay, Antrix is that. She's like, Antrix sounds good. Put that, make that, make that. Easy. <laughs> Shit. That's where it came from. <laughs> okay, but like, if you could change your name now, what would you call yourself? <sighs> Shit, I don't know, man. I kind of, <laughs> I'd probably be just called Ant. You know, Ant Manawit or something real simple. Dope. Um, I like, I like being the real name. It was tough for me to be called Yo. I'm DJ Menace. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's so weird, you know. And there's a million menaces out there. So right. I like, you know, I like my name. I like your name too, like Paul Scratch. It's real life. Oh, dude, there's a long that's story a good... about that name. But anyways, uh, is it <laughs> is it better to have extra large hands to scratch with, and if so, why? Oh, extra large hands to scratch with? No, I'd have to say no. <laughs> okay. Because I guess you have more, there's more space for you to really flow the hand, you know? So extra large, you don't want to be flopping on the faders and I guess jamming your nail or something, but. Right, just like. It's like, like, a, it's like seeing guys do crabs like this. <laughs> you know? like full like full this. on extension. Yeah, like, <laughs> or they go like this to, you know. Oh, shit. Nah, man, small hands, uh, medium hands. <laughs> medium hands. Filipino hands. Right, right, right. So, uh, <laughs> what is your scratch session pet peeve? Name two of them. Oh, people not counting bars. Word. Like when you say fucking 16 bars and they go 32, 48, and you're like, dude, 
I don't want to cut you off. You sound good for the audio, but learn like we would constantly say, learn how to fucking cut bars, you know, like learn how to count your bars. Like sixteen is sixteen, eight is eight, but that's probably my biggest pet peeve. Other than that, nah, it, it's always a good time. Right, right. Um, oddest place that you've ever scratched at. What was that? The oddest place that you ever scratched at. The oddest place I, I've ever scratched at was on a canoe in the Keys. I brought my portable onto a canoe just for a shot. <laughs> just, just for, for a, a shot. fucking shot. So I was doing it for the fucking Instagram thing. And so I brought my portable and my mix fader. And I remember I paddled out like maybe, I don't know, maybe a couple, like 50 yards. Oh, shit. Crystal, you know, crystal blue water. I, I tried filming it, but... Uh, that was probably my oddest place. Is I tried to do something for, for the gravity, <laughs> just, just for the ground. Stupid, yeah, it looks stupid. Last, last question, last question. Okay, um, name this, your very first strip bar that you've ever been to. <sighs> the very first strip bar was in Vegas. <laughs> I want to say it was Spearmint Rhino. Ah, right. You guys know Spearmint Rhino, right? I lost. No, I never heard of it. Actually. Hey, get out of here, you liar. <laughs> <laughs> he acts like he's a good boy, but he's not. But yeah. Yeah, I went, yeah, I went for a fucking uh, bachelor party. Where? Hey. Uh, that shit was... I, I'm, I'm terrible at strip clubs, though. Like, not not in a way where I'm like, no, but, <laughs> but I'm terrible in that I get very uncomfortable. Oh, okay, okay. So, like, I'm, I'm against a wall with a cup, you know, I'm just like, <laughs> not tonight. Not tonight. I'm just here <laughs> <laughs> You holding the cup, covering it from the top, too, just in case anything yeah, goes yeah, into yeah, the cup? Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm good. <laughs> Word, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, man. Is there anything else you want to plug? Like aside, oh, fuck, you have so much shit to plug, actually. But um, is there I anything? Have, uh, Sorry, G. For that. Um, Go ahead. so what would you be your advice for people that want to start something like what you're doing? Like just this whole movement and like you going from ground up. Like, like what what kind of piece of advice would you give? That is a genius question, bro. That's yeah, a good one. Man. I like that one. Well, yeah. yeah. Kind of quote, like, what would you give? What, 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 what kind of advice would you give? Um, is is understand where you're where you're coming from and who you're representing, and what your what your goals are. Um, if you, I always remember to to pay respect to the OGs in some way. Uh, even if I'm just saying, yo, I'm doing this thing. If you're busy, I get it. Uh, if you're not, please stop by. Uh, we do that with Session In and, you know, the producer. We've gotten some amazing producers because of that same attitude. Um, so my advice always when it comes to being building a brand like anybody else is, um, like I said, with, with meeting corporate people, it's just be genuine. Uh, be genuine about what you're putting out there and and understand who you're you're dealing with. You're dealing with people that have lineages in this shit now. We're, we're, we're in the grandpas of actual hip hop and, and in the culture. You know, like we're finally having hip hop grandpas. Um, and they need, if we want this to survive, like, like a, like a martial art, <clears throat> it is about respecting what people have done before to set that foundation for you. So if you're going to get into this, uh, you know, like I, I get it. This is a, this is a, a world where social media and likes kind of outline what your goals are. Um, but you know, honestly, even if you get 15 likes, those are the ones that you appreciate because they're there, you know, they're still rocking with you. They're still saying, what's up. They're still saying that I support what you're doing. Um, so definitely, uh, focus on the future, you know, focus on being different, uh, from everybody else, but pay respects to everyone that you meet, you know, go out there and shake hands still. Like I made it a big point to, uh, to meet everyone in person. You know, I put my, my dollars and my sponsorships into that. 
saying, okay, I want to know who I'm talking to. I'll fly to the UK to meet this person if I have to, or I'll drive, you know, X amount of miles just to get people to see these other people like Manuel or uh, guys I've worked with like Destruct and, and uh, Traps and all that. So respect the community, you know, and, and they'll, they'll pay respect back. Wow. Dope ass. Dope, dope, dope. Yeah, that's a good advice, man. Yeah, big ups to you, man, for what you've done for this community. Straight up, like for like, yeah, like we 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 feel like I don't know. We've had this discussion before. Like we've talked about, like oh man, the second wave of like the golden era of turntables yeah. coming back, and um, with you being on the forefront, you've you've helped shape what it is right, what it is today, man. So shouts out to you, dude. Thank you. Oh, I appreciate that. You know. I appreciate it. And, you know, like it, it was, we're picking up from where Scratch, the documentary left off. Right. Uh, that's that's where we started Battle Lab, and that's where I met you guys. Mm-hmm. I continue to meet everyone in the scene. Like we're building the new documentary. Yeah, yeah. Um, so whatever this becomes, even after phase, and, mm. you know, after this pandemic, this we're all part of it. So yeah. I'm glad to be here with you guys. Well, with you guys, you know, for the most part. So appreciate thank you, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man. Yeah. Good interview. Yeah, that was. <laughs> Yo, this, this interview is. <laughs>